All right, a different kind of episode today. When I first started this podcast, um, the thing that actually triggered me doing this was I wanted to interview people on their birthdays and find the top lessons, the top books, the best podcasts and TV shows they listened to over the last year. One of my favorite things at the end of each year are the review of 2018, 2019, 2020 blog posts that people put out. Uh, my friend Nathan Barry and Brennan Dunn both put them out. Those are probably the first two I ever saw. And since then, I've found a lot of other people do that as well. And I just love those. But you have to wait to the end of the year each year to, to see those. Uh, my favorite from this last year was uh, Nat Eliezer. He put out one that was awesome. And it kind of triggered the idea, what if, instead of waiting to the end of the year, what if we just caught people on their birthdays and uh, asked them, hey, man, what lessons did you learn over the last year? What were some of the highlights of the year? What trips did you take? What books did you read? What And just learn from people. Learn some cool stuff and some good recommendations. So I did that today. I actually did a quick interview with Will DeShazza, who's been on the Growth Tools team for the last year and a half. And we just kind of had a casual conversation about the last year. Will got married a year ago. Um, it was his birthday a few days ago, and he just passed his one and a half year mark at our team. So Will's a great guy, lives in Birmingham. And uh, anyway, we'll get a quick intro to Will and some fun recommendations. A couple, uh, one major book he's reading, a fairly embarrassing TV show that he watches, and uh, two really cool lessons, the second of which I really liked and was a good takeaway for me. So anyway, listen, enjoy, let me know how you like this format. Maybe we'll interview some other people like this. How old are you this year? You just turned what? 28. 28. I ask my wife that every year. <laughs> <laughs> 20. When was your birthday too? May 5, 8. Okay. So about and our, uh, our anniversary was Cinco de Chezo, 5, 5. So mm, nice. Y'all just got back from Paris, a big anniversary trip. Yeah. I get to celebrate the anniversary and then the birthday. So we get back to back celebrations. It's fun. All right. So you're 28. What were three lessons you learned? Three lessons. Um, this, this is like your memoir to your kid who's going to watch it 20 years from now. I love that. And if I was telling my kid the three lessons I learned, I would want him to know I'm still learning them and I probably always will be learning them, right? Um, so three lessons I began learning this year. Um, how to listen, not just to talk, right? I think we could all do better on that. So what do you mean by that? Well, don't let it go in one ear and out the other. Consume what you've heard and why they said it right? And apply why they said it to whatever the conversation is on. So whether you're just having a simple conversation and somebody says, yeah, I want to get a new car. Think about that. Don't move on. What car? Why do you want to get a new car? Right? Just listening, um, not just hearing. Huge yeah. difference. And that could be applicable with Haley, my wife and I. I'm a major problem child at that, right? <laughs> I, list, I, I hear, but I don't listen. Uh, and even into business. So that was a major one. All right. So give me an example from this is your first year of marriage when you didn't listen. Oh my gosh. Uh, how long is the show? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I want something crunchy. Like, I, you know, this feels like, yeah, I want to listen and not talk, but I need, I need like a better visual. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, okay. I'll, I'll, this is a more in-depth one. I mean, there's all sorts of little wins, like not listening to, oh yeah, you got something coming up on Friday and I text, where are you? And she's like, I got this thing on Friday. What do you mean? I told you that. That's the simple things, but the more in depth, the more complicated things that I'm trying to learn this year, you know, she talked about how she's motivated, right? Uh, we had a conversation the other week about how to motivate one another. I think we were specifically talking about like fitness and getting back fit and stuff like that. Yeah. Not really in the business professional setting, but carries over to that too. And she'd mentioned to me about how she's motivated. She said, I don't want you to just like 
She said, I, I want you to reward me and say thank you, and that's awesome work and good job, right? Mm -hmm. And so the other day, you know, and I'm motivated totally different. I want to know what's on my plate and why I need to do it, right? I want a fire lit under my butt to do it. And so I was like, hey, I noticed that you haven't run today. When are you going to run, right? What's up with that? When are you running? I, you I already heard that. Do what? You told her that? Yeah, right. So I was, like, <laughs> hey. I was like, hey, I did my jog. Do you want me to jog with you later today? And she was like, I know I need to work out still. Don't you understand how to motivate me? And I was like, wait, listen, here. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, when you get back, I'm going to reward you when you get back, right? So just, you know, little things like that and keeping that top of mind and remembering is just massive. And it's something that I fail at regularly, but I'm trying to hone in on and I've learned how to hone in on it at minimum. All right. That, that's good. I like that. That's a good one. All right. Next one. What's the next lesson? Um, relying on others, not yourself. All right. Give me an example. That's big. So we got married like five days before we got married, Brian. I think I'd been working here with you like six months, maybe at the time. And um, she totaled her car. And we thought, okay, well, she has her parents. She's living with her parents before we moved in together. We thought it'd be fine to not have a car until we get back from the honeymoon. So we get back from the honeymoon. And on the honeymoon, we're not even thinking about it. And at the end of it, on the way home, we're like, what kind of car should we get? And then we're like, well, do we need a car? You know, I work at home. And she works on the street. And so we're like, well, let's just use one car until we um, need another one or until we figure out what we want. Time goes by. You know, here we are 13 months later, and we still have one car, right? But the reason why we still have one car, partially because I work here at home, but also it's nice to rely on others. Like we ask our neighbors sometimes if we need to go down to Home Depot to grab a ton of dirt for my awful backyard on how to fix it. I can't put all that in our little Altima. I'll ask our neighbor who has a Tundra. And it's nice to just succumb and submit to knowing that you're not in control of everything and you need the people around you, right? Um, that's on a super hyper like focus level, but the same thing relates to business. Like I can't try to take over everything we do at video fruit. I need your help. I need Jeff's help. I need Daniel and Sam. And, and so it's just nice to be reminded that like, you're not in control of everything. Rely on others. Don't just try to do it all yourself. You know, that's really interesting. I, I, I reworded your lesson for me and it's like purposefully or even strategically relying on others. Oh, sure. You know, what's interesting. So I posted last night, our air conditioned upstairs went out. It was like three 30 in the afternoon and it started getting really hot up here. Like, yeah, it is hot already. And by the time, uh, it's time to get off. It was like, smoking. and so I started, I'm like, what's going on? And finally the air condition wasn't working. So, um, I posted on our community, like our neighborhood Facebook group. Anybody have like a portable AC or fans and multiple people were like, yeah, we got a fan. We got a fan. We got a fan. I, I could have actually, I did just go to target. But if I were purposefully relying on other people, people love helping you. Like the, yeah. several people offered us to come stay at their house for the night. And wow. just think yeah. how cool, like the, the independent American bootstrap yeah. part of me is like, nah, I, got, I don't want to inconvenience you. But if we had went and stayed at Bill and Jen's house, two doors down, that'd have been something we remembered five years from now. I will yeah. never remember going and buying two fans from Target at 9.30 last night. But we'd remember hanging out with Bill and Jen and all of us cramming into a pallet on the floor for a long time to come. So that's really interesting. Me, my wife and I, as you know, uh, I sold my Jeep and bought a golf cart. So we just have one car too. Uh, and it's really interesting. I've, I've never thought about purpose, like even setting myself up to have to rely on others, not all the time, but sometimes like intentionally doing that so that they can serve because people want to. Uh, and so I can be served versus feeling like I have to do everything myself. All right. That's a good one. 
that's great. And by the way, if you haven't read Bob Goff's book, Love Does Yet, uh, yeah. he, he kind of mentions that he went through the same thing with one car and realized that same thing. And he said the same exact thing that you said. It's crazy how eye-opening and memorable life can be if you do allow others to impact it. Right now we're so bubbled, you know? So yeah, that's a great example of that. That's awesome. All right, we're just going to do two lessons. We're not going to do a third one. Okay, good. Trick. I say three and then we get the best two and we stop there. Uh, all right, okay. a couple other highlights from the year. Uh, best book you've read this year or one that jumps to mind immediately? Well, it's the one that I'm still reading um, and it's in my backpack from our, our trip to Paris, our anniversary trip. The um, art, uh, not the art of negotiation. What's the one you told me about? The FBI Oh, never split the difference. Yeah, never split the difference. Whoa. So I'm about halfway through now, and man, it is so awesome. And it ties right back into listening, not hearing, right? Mm -hmm. How do you consume the words people are saying, understand why they're saying them, and then frame your explanation or answer back, right? Such a, such a great read. I'm really enjoying that. Um, I Have you used any of that on a sales call yet? Yeah. 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 You're just getting to the root of the, ultimately the root of why you ask. Like if you can get to the root of why people ask the question, right. By asking other thought provoking questions and shutting your mouth every once in a while, which it's obvious that's hard to do for me. <laughs> then it's crazy what they tell you. And ultimately what they tell you is the answer that you have. Right. Uh, best podcast you listen to this year or a podcast that's on your radar and you're listening to a lot right now. Hmm. You know, this has been the first year that I've ever listened to podcasts that aren't related to business. Yeah. Ever. And that's all because of Haley, my wife. She's gotten really into like the serials and that, those kind of stuff, mm -hmm. those kind of shows. So the doctor, I think it was Dr. Death. Is yep. that right? Yeah. Loved it. I've never been to, into anything like that. And usually I would give you some kind of business answer, but I'm burned out on business podcasts for right now. Yeah. And like, I just really enjoyed tuning in and going in my own world, listening to that. So those have been great. And Dr. Death is probably the best that I've heard. That's cool. That was good. Uh, is that one, the one, is that the Connie? Brewton? Yeah. They made a, uh, they made a T no, no, no. That was uh there's one that made a TV show out of hmm. not Dr. Death. It was, Dang it. Anyway, I forget. It's another Wondery podcast. Uh, Wondery just produces great stuff. Oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. There was another one. Ah, dang it. I can't think of it. It's on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, uh, just go to the Wondery thing and podcast and look through all of theirs. Or the Business Wars is amazing. Oh, oh they do that? I didn't know that. Oh, that's cool. Business I heard Wars, a uh, Dr. Death. Ah, I'm, I'm kind of thinking if I'll just like keep saying the name Wondery. I'll, uh, I'll pull it up. I'll have to. Let's see here, let's see. Wondery. Hold on a second. Here we go. Doctor. De oh, over my dead body. Over my dead body. That's it. Uh, it's really good. I think Haley's. I'm sure Haley's listened to that. She's listened to all of them. Is there any other ones? I got a bunch of them, but dirty. Oh no, Dirty John. Dirty John's the TV show, and Connie Britton from Friday Night Lights is the oh, cool. uh, lead actor. So Dirty John. Dr. Death, Over My Dead Body. Those are the three that we've listened to. And the Business Wars is one I kind of occasionally listen to. Hey, Brian, let me ask you this. This is an interesting question. Um, because you and I are in the same boat. And right now, I used to listen to a lot more podcasts when I was commuting, right? Yep. But since we're both office and home, when mm -hmm. do you listen to, to podcasts? Uh, in the shower. How? Oh, like Bluetooth speaker or something? I literally take my phone in the shower with me and prop it up on the thing. That's great. We actually, when we built our house, I got a Bluetooth speaker installed in the ceiling, so I wouldn't have to do that. And I've just never... Oh, dude, come on. That's great. I just, 
literally I have a have a leather phone case and I like will set it up on the thing. And I've gotten into uh, watching a lot of Joe Rogan. They have uh, it's called like JRE Clips is the YouTube channel, and they'll take because he has those two hour podcasts. And I'm like, man, I'm never gonna make it through that. But they take and clip up the best five or ten clips from every episode and put it on YouTube. So every morning I probably listen to one or two of those because he has just really interesting people about very diverse topics. I was listening to something yesterday about dolphins and how smart they are. And then they get on the topic of killer whales. And he mentioned this YouTube video of a killer whale chasing a seal, eating the seal, throwing it out of his mouth on the beach, and then the whale beaching himself to go get the seal and bring it back in the water again. So I found myself watching 20 minutes of orca whale eat seal videos. Wow. But that's fascinating. I, I like that. It's a good break from business stuff. We can still have some business stuff, but it's also – you know, artificial intelligence and abortion and silly yeah, yeah. and all kind of crazy stuff. It's awesome. And of he's course, he's a good independent yeah. thinker for the most part kind of guy. So, you know, there's lots of, you know, he's open with his biases for the most part and whatnot. So I find him interesting. All right. Uh, last question. TV shows. What's one TV show you geeked out on lately? Man, I, my, uh, my like 18 to 24 year old self would slap myself in the face for saying this. And everyone else listening is. But let me tell you what, man. Uh, Haley and I, all we do, if we watch TV, we're watching, we don't have HBO. We don't really watch much Netflix. We're pretty much going to be watching, other than like the Stranger Things and like the hits, right? We're pretty much going to be watching Food Network at any given time, right? Um, but there's an exception to that. And American Idol, man, has caught my attention. <laughs> and I've loved it. I've loved it. Like, we've dug it on Sunday nights, and they did it on Mondays. And, like, we've, like, been so in tune. And she's, like, voting over here. And we're making fun of each other for voting for that person. And we've gotten fights about who I voted for because she liked this person. Like, it's honestly, it's been a ton of fun watching it. And the series finale is on Sunday, and we're, like, thrilled about it. Nobody wants to come watch it. Nobody cares. Everybody makes fun of it. <laughs> No, they don't. No one wants I know. It. I know. It's still on TV. <laughs> I know exactly, but man, it's 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 dumb entertainment, but it's it's good. So yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I'm gonna make fun of myself on that one. But American Idol has been the show of the year. <laughs> All right, hope you guys enjoy meeting Will uh, Will DeShazo on our team here. Um, yeah, if you want to be interviewed on your birthday, if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, hit me up on Twitter, Harris underscore Brian. Maybe we'll be able to do a few more of these. Maybe do one of these a week or something like that. All right. Have a good day. See ya. Most coaches and consultants who have a resource that they give away online aren't leveraging their thank you page, also referred to as a confirmation page, the way they should. Your thank you page is actually an opportunity to generate additional traffic to your website if you do the right things to make it go viral. This month only, I'm giving away my viral thank you page playbook, which includes everything you need to make your thank you page become a viral traffic source to your website, resulting in a lot more leads for you. You can grab it for free this month only at growthtools.com forward slash free. Again, that's growthtools.com forward slash free.